Section two of the Turquoise Storybook Stories and Legends of Summer and Nature This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librivox.org Recording by Alan Lawley The Turquoise Storybook Stories and Legends of Summer and Nature by Ada M. Skinner and Eleanor L. Skinner How Summer Conquered Winter Iroquois Legend Once upon a time, the great chief Glooskap, who brought many blessings to the red men, made a journey far into the Northland. For days he travelled over frozen wastes of ice and snow, where the keen wind blew without ceasing. At last he came to a lodge, hollowed out of the icebergs, where winter, the giant of the Northland, dwelt. Quietly, Glooskap stalked into the glittering lodge and sat down. There was silence for several moments. Then the winter manito laid aside his sceptre of ice, filled a pipe, and offering it to his guest, said, Thou art welcome. Tell me, why comest thou to the Northland? To learn about the power of the winter giant, answered Glooskap. Who can measure the strength of the winter king, said the giant, shaking his white locks, on which rested a crown of icicles. For a long while, the king and his guest sat smoking in silence. Then the winter giant began the story of his mighty deeds. I cover the Northland with ice and pile up great snowdrifts, which look like mountains. I send forth the storm blast, which fills the air with sleet and snow, and makes the white bear creep into a cave for shelter. I build the glittering icebergs, out of which my chieftains make their lodges. The enchantment of the frost was in John Winter's words, and his guest sat spellbound. After Glooskap had listened to many works of wonder, he nodded his head and fell into a deep sleep, like an image of death. He lay in Winter's lodge for six months. Then, one morning, the charm of the frost spirit was broken, and Glooskap, who awoke with renewed vigor, left the Winter King's Lodge and journeyed toward the Southland. After a few days of travel, he was beyond the reach of the storm blast. The air grew wondrously mild and warm. Instead of frozen wastes, he saw stretches of meadowlands and green forests, where the birds were nesting. He walked deep into the woodland until he came to a dell which was thick with flowers and bright butterflies. On soft green moss, the sun fays, led by the fairy queen of summer, were dancing gaily. For a few moments, Glooscape stood and marveled at the beauty of the scene. Suddenly, he sprang into the midst of the dancers, seized the fairy queen of summer and slipped her under his blanket. Then away he fled with her, as he ran, Glooscape, by magic power,
dropped one of the end of the slender cord made for the moose hide and let it trail behind him. When the sun face saw what had happened, they uttered a great cry and darted after the intruder. They seized the end of the cord and tugged at it with all their fairy might, hoping to hold fast Gluescape and rescue their fairy queen. But the magic cord had no end, and the sunfays were left in the valley, while Glooscape fled through the forest and traced his steps to the frozen Northland. Again, he silently entered the giant's lodge, hollowed out of the icebergs. The winter manito laid aside his ice sceptre, filled a pipe and offered it to his guest, saying, Thou art welcome. Hast thou returned to the Northland to hear more about the strength of the winter manito? The Frost King's might is great, said Glooscape, but I've seen a power which is greater than his. The winter giant looked scornfully at his guest and said nothing. I've seen the wonder and beauty of the Summer Queen's land, said Glooscape. There the quickening dews and gentle showers soften the brown earth, and the grass leaps forth. Myriad sunbeams touch the flower buds, and unfold them into full blossoms. Birds build their nests and rear their young in the branches of the sheltering forests. Light and warmth abound, and the earth is filled with gladness. By magic power, Glooscape cast a spell over John Winter. He could neither speak nor move. As the great chief talked, the iceberg lodge grew warm and big ice drops ran down the giant's cheeks. Gradually, the air grew warmer and warmer. Winter's icy figure and his wigwam melted and, in a great flood, flowed away to the sea. Then, from her hiding place under Glooscape's blanket, stepped forth the Summer Queen. At her command the Sun Fairies joined her, and together they began the marvellous work of making the grasses grow and the flowers bloom. Brooks and rivers flowed through the green meadows. Birds hastened back from the Southland and built their nests in the forests. Soon the whole land was filled with the joys and blessings of summer. End of section 2